Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's 9 a.m. here in uh, in Sacramento. That's so, perfect, man. That means you can go rock out with your socks out and still have time to play. You know what I'm saying? You'll be off the air at 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. midday, go eat you a good lunch, enjoy mm-hmm. some of that good sunshine out there, the good weather, uh, lay out me? on the beach. I uh, hate to stuff. break it to you. There's no sun today. It's raining. Right. They say it never rains in Southern California, but in you know Northern California, there's a lot of rain. <laughs> say, when's it gonna stop? <laughs> you think you you think you're in Seattle? It it, it really is. I mean, it, yesterday was nice, you, you, but you yeah, tra- you traveled you traveled five hours, six, maybe mm. six. Yeah, for the same weather. O- only for the same weather. Yeah, we're gonna probably get in somewhere in like the uh, the high 40s today. Let me brag about that. Oh, that's what so, I'm talking about. You probably, probably wasn't a good idea to pack you, shorts and low <laughs> socks. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? But, um, but yeah, I'm here. Uh, the Knicks road trip uh, underway. They play tonight against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, the game's on TNT, so I'm just kind of here to you know talk to you and, and then uh, watch the game and then go to L.A. where we'll do the games uh, on Saturday against the Clippers and well, and whatnot. But well, while, while you're out there, you buy yeah. San Francisco. Then you're going to oh. be by, then you're going to be in L.A. Um, so why don't you just um, ask if any um, pitchers are available for your Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> so all right, what Bart's referencing, and I, it's too early for me right now for you to be doing uh, this. But okay, I know you were up early too. You're on Get Up, you big star. Yeah, so. Remember a couple of weeks ago when Frankie Montas had the shoulder thing and he was now going to get surgery and yeah, just right, I was flipping out about that. Well, Carlos Rodon, add him now to the IL to start Freshly the season. Minted. Freshly minted Rodon. Yeah. Yeah, six years, 162 mil. How the hell and, did he um, already? Well, when I tell you what the injury is, you let me know if you think this is like a concern. It's called a forearm strain. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like the UCL. No, sounds don't like say a little, it. Little, Man, don't do, don't don't play doctor. You don't know. Little grip strength. Well, uh, that might be something because in his uh, spring training debut, he only gave up five runs and six hits in two. Innings. <laughs> <laughs> he gave up two dingers. Like it's like Whoa, was like it's your debut, and you watch that, and you go, "Oh my god!" Like what? The he, hell? He, he, he's trying to get picked up to be the pitcher for the um, home run contest. So yeah, maybe sure he could serve him up real good. Oh Lord, like a, yeah. Like so center to the right. So Rodon now will start the season. Uh, Rodon, Rodon will start the season on the IL. We already know Montas, right? Will be on the IL for probably most of the season, if not the entire season. And Tommy Canley, who they brought back, also IL with the bicep tendonitis. Yo, yo, what what the hell's going on there, man? Is it is it something that these guys are doing in the off season? Or I mean, how can these guys be know, injured right now? And like, pitching being the Yankees' biggest problem, right? Yes, and that's and that's what they thought they put allocated resources to. And already we're talking about this already. All, all we need now for for the to hit for the cycle is Aaron Hicks hurt his oblique or something, which is probably why. <laughs> do which, that. Which, which is probably why they got um, why they got Judge um coming out and play. What he was playing center today, or what is he playing? Left, well, they tried him at left field. Yeah. And why do you think they're – Look, enough of that, all right, because that's depressing. Now, again, again, the calls are 800-919-3776. And, yes, I mean, if I am alarmed by this when I saw that, and it's a forearm strain, worrisome. His first appearance in spring training, worrisome. 
So, yeah, early in the season, you got some concerns because pitching has always been the Yankee issue, and pitching, the injury part of it, man, just kind of gets you frustrated. He's like, oh, man, come on. Like, not already, <laughs> right? Already. So, all right, but we're going to just take a breath. Woosa, like Bart would say. All right, because, you know, we will take your calls, obviously, on the Yankee frustration with the pitching and the concerns. But I also want to ask you, Bart, because of your, your appearance on Get Up this morning, you had Diana Rossini with you, uh, certainly, right, as well. And Diana had tweets this morning that I got to admit kind of uh, kind of got me excited and anxious at the same time. Got you all lathered up. Well, you know how it goes, right? Because if if you read if you read the um, if you read the thread that she put up this morning, it was something that. I started believing, like, okay, I was, you know how they, I was catching the vapors? Like, I was pretty, like, so she she was in the wake of uh, extensive in-person meeting with Aaron Rodgers and New York Jets brass, including owner Woody Johnson. There's optimism in the Jets organization that they are on the brink of landing the future Hall of Fame quarterback, and that's according to sources. She said, while optimism existed before the meeting, Woody Johnson felt it was important to meet in person and he left the meeting excited and satisfied about a potential match. And the Jets internally are working under an optimism that this will happen. The Jets and the Packers remain engaged in conversations about compensation and contract. And those conversations already started even before the meeting. So now, and this is the part that got me. I was good. She could have stopped right there. But then she adds this. And so now we wait to see if the Jets can close the deal to bring a future Hall of Famer from Green Bay to New York. That's the part that got me because it's like, wait a minute. I thought we were closing the deal. <laughs> but I've been on the two-yard line before with other with my teams. Oh, that hurts. And yeah, I was there too. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. So Bart, I need to know something here. The part that makes me so concerned is the part where does Aaron Rodgers still want to play that's the part like so is this a negotiating ploy where he's like you know I don't know yet let me think on it right so now it's like you go or you know what maybe we should just give him all his money instead of renegotiating maybe we should just give him all his money right is he protecting his money by sort of still you know I'm not really sure or is there a part of him that is saying I don't know if I really want to play but I mean, if they're willing to give me that money, I'll I'll play. Not t- which t- I don't know if I want that guy. That's the I need to know wh- what which Aaron Rodgers are we getting? Tell me this. Why would first of all I'm trying to figure out why my video went away? I was trying to wipe my screen so you wouldn't have to see my my blurry face. You but do that the a lot. thing, but but the thing is, if Woody Johnson left the meeting, let's just think about this for a second. If Woody Johnson left the meeting feeling optimistic and happy. Don't you think they went out there to talk face-to-face, to talk about level of commitment? He wanted to see it face-to-face, man-to-man, which is how old-school players and, and businessmen do business. Yep. So if they flew all the way out there, they flew out there because they already knew. They already had to have, had a conversation with Green Bay about um, Aaron Rodgers and what they feel about doing with Aaron Rodgers. Why, why would they go out there and they haven't even had the okay from, from Green Bay that you know they're going to get a deal done? So if they've already had that conversation, then Woody Johnson comes back and he's optimistic. That means to me that was the icing on the cake to say, okay, 
I'm comfortable. I feel good that, hey, if we make this move, that we give up the draft compensation, that we bring this guy in, that it's not going to be a flash in the pan. It's not going to be a Brett Favre thing. It's going to be a two-year deal, which we can allow us to be able to sit Zach Wilson, have an opportunity to win while we're developing our young quarterback. And when Aaron Rodgers decides to leave after two years, it gives us a chance to hopefully be and had enough time to develop Zach Wilson where he can step in on his fifth-year option and have an opportunity, or if we don't pick up his fifth-year option, have a prove-it year, much like Daniel Jones just had in this same exact market. To me, it all lines up perfectly, and how often can the Jets say that things align, the stars were aligned for them in anything? That is true. But again, that's what makes me so damn nervous. All right, well, let's hear from Diana Rossini. She was on Get Up With You, as I mentioned. And here's her just talking about that that Jet optimism when it comes to landing Aaron Rodgers. There is optimism in the New York Jets building today. It actually started before that trip to the West Coast to meet Aaron Rodgers in person. This was all driven by owner Woody Johnson. He wanted to get in front of the quarterback, get to know him a little bit, and talk about what it could be, what it could look like, and what they could achieve with Aaron Rodgers under center in New York with this Jets roster. So they went in there thinking they could get him, and they came home believing they are poised to get him, and they feel like they can get this done. And they really, at this point now, Bart, it's like you've got to get it done because of how much you've invested in it, right? And so you know they're all in. And as a fan, the one thing you need to appreciate is how aggressive the Jets have been in this. Whether you want Aaron Rodgers or not, what you always want from your team and an owner is somebody who is saying, I am all in, I don't care what it costs, I want to win, and I'm going to get players who help me win. You're all for that. And in New York, you expect that, of course, out of ownership. But you don't always get it. You're getting it right now out of the Jets. You're getting their best effort. It's all you can ask for. If Aaron Rodgers doesn't come to the Jets, it's not because of the Jets. It's because he either doesn't want to play football or he doesn't want to come to come to New York. Simple as that. But I don't know how long you can wait if you're the Jets for him to decide whether or not he wants to play because, as you mentioned, Lamar Jackson's situation is kind of out there. Yeah. And you need to be able to move on pretty quickly because you moved on from Derek Carr because you really felt like Aaron Rodgers was an opportunity that you could have rather than Derek Carr. And you're always going to go for the best case scenario. So what was the best thing available? The best available is Aaron Rodgers. And that's what they're going for right now. But I don't know how long they can wait, Bart. How long do you wait? you, you wait till right before free agency, and I think that's what they're doing right now. They're they're waiting to see what happens in free agency. Before free agency, they hope they can have the announcement. They hope they can announce pretty soon. I would say in a, in a couple of days because you really want the weekend. Free agency starts with the 15th. I believe it's, it's the, the 17th, in, right? Isn't it the 17th? Well, the legal tampering period. Okay, yeah, all right, stuff, go ahead. Right? Because mm-hmm. you want to have it done before free agency starts because you want to know how much money you, you're working with. And you can see that the Jets are really poised by what they're doing right now. You know, Jets release all pro kick returner, Braxton Berrios, a.k.a. Yes. the free, the the, the uh, fair catch man. You know what I'm saying? They are, you know, <laughs> Stop. so. <laughs> Stop. Uh, yeah, I'm going to hate be, on Braxton Berrios. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah the, the body's still cold. Still I know, you just messing yeah, around. But, but, yeah, and Adam Schefter did tell us that the Jets have made a trade and then waited another tweet to tell us that it was for a safety. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Way to tease us, Adam Shepard. Stop <laughs> playing with us. You're going to get punched in the face when I see you. Don't do that to us. 
Right. You need but not straight- just any safety. It, it, it's Chuck Clark from the Ravens. Chuck Clark's a baller, man. Chuck Clark at one point was one of the best safeties, you know, one of the better safeties in the league. He's really mm-hmm. versatile. I think they made him the highest paid, like um, nickel uh, at one point. He, like he's a, he's a guy that's going to bring a lot of versatility, a lot of toughness. Remember, Joyner is a free agent. Um, White played decent, but you know Chuck Clark got that dog in him, and, and, and he's been trained the proper way. You can believe that. You know, coming from the Baltimore Ravens, he's still a young player as well. And you know, they they just take up his contract and. You know, they only, you know, give up a seventh-round draft pick. So, mm-hmm. they're starting to make sure that they can start filling some of these holes. And, you know, the biggest hole is at quarterback, and we're going to have to wait just a little bit longer for that. All right. Well, let's not let the callers wait any longer. 800-919-3776. Man, a lot of Jets fans want to sound off on this. You know, I said this yesterday, too, Bar. You know, Jets Twitter, which is uh, it's its own magical place, as you know. Very passionate fans. And I feel I, – I, I hope you're, it's okay with you that I took the liberty of saying that if Aaron Rodgers does come to the Jets, yes, that the day it happens, the day that it is done, that we should have Jets Twitter available to come through and chest bump you and whoever doesn't fall down. Like if you if you're if you could take the chest bump uh. with Bart Scott and land on your feet, you can do the power hour. Oh. You like that? We can do that. We can do that. All right, we can do that. Now, we got a lot of responses on it, so it sounds like people do really want to, I hope your chest is ready because if this does go down, we got to try this. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, so let's get to those calls at 800-919-3776. Before, because I, oh, I, I know we no did, can we start with the first call? Because let's get that out of there because it's going to be a, a while before we circle back. So let's just do that one and then come You're back to the other call. You want to do the Yankee call, don't yeah, you? Yeah, let's do Nate. Let's do Nate. Let's, let's just, just entertain You love Nate. getting me all. All right, Nate, go ahead. What's happening, man? Nate, are you crying hey, already? what's up, boys? You guys you are doing, doing a great – first of all, you guys do a great show. I just want to give a shout-out to you guys day Thank in, you. day out. You guys are always there. You, Rothenberg, DiPietro, The K Show, Larry Hardesty, all you guys Dan do Grosser. a great, great job. Appreciate Dan Grosser, how can I forget Thank him? You. Only, only except when he does the power hour, he sounds like he's going to blow a, blow a vocal cord. Yeah, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Anyways. Uh, anyways, um, obviously, I'm the Yankee caller on the day where it's regarding all Jet stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm nervous about this Rodon thing, man. Um, you now you have him. You're starting the season right off the bat. Your number two starter, one, your, your ace, your number two ace. He's supposed he's to be on the shelf right? to start the season. He can miss a couple starts or so. You got Trevino now going to be on the deal. I forgot about him. Another one. You got right. Trevino, uh, Canely, Montas, and Rodon. I I mean, what do we do? What's going on? It's so frustrating. Listen, and the Yankees have had like we can never have a like like a beginning of the season where it's like thank you everybody's good to go and the rotation's ready to go and now it's Mm -hmm. like here we go again and everyone wants to say oh you know they build up their pitching and this and that. Because of the injuries and all that, and we, you know, we have to analytics and all that stuff. Nothing, nothing helps. These guys are still going to get hurt. Yes, training. So, to, I, I really hope this isn't like Carl Pavano 2.0. Oh God, oh, don't do that. Yeah, no, the Bart already brought the name. Let's I, I not do that. Do that. Though, but so. look, Nate, I'll tell you what. Thanks for the call. The it's the forearm strain part of it. Yeah, because that's and that's grip. what's got me. And he got lit up. Cause that's and two innings in spring training. And the grip goes, listen, trust me, because I've had I had my elbow scope. That goes directly to the elbow. Come on that's, now. Whenever you hear forearm, that's really elbow. Yep. Hands, elbow. 
right? Mm-hmm. Everything that deals with that whole mechanism is elbow. And, you know, I get concerned. I'm trying to figure out since, you know, since I've been, you know, on radio, it's always been about the training staff for the Yankees. They get more injuries. I know they're supposed to invest it heavily in that, and they invest heavily in analytics. But, man, they've, they've been struggling with keeping their guys healthy for years. And I know we looked at the Mets at one point because they always had guys injured. But, man, now the Yankees, they got to take a deep dive into what they're doing and how they're getting their guys built up in the offseason, what they're doing when they come to training camp early on because they're getting way too many injuries to key people. And it's going to, it could stop them from being able to get realize you know what they want. It's, it is a major concern. It's a long season. You know, I, I, I use this all the time, but I always say this. I have never remembered a time where a season started with a pitcher having some type of arm issue. Right. And in August, we were like, hey, remember when he had that forearm strain? Whatever happened to that? Yeah, he really came. Uh, you, where did that go? Totally forgot about that, right? That just doesn't happen. So, concern there. But anticipation with the Jets, and lots of callers want to discuss that. 800-919-3776. You want positive or negative, Bart? Let's go negative. I like negative. You love negative. So then Hef in Jersey, we bring you on next. Hef. Hey, glad to uh, come to the show, fellas. I'm uh, glad you guys took my call. But check this out. My thing about the Jets is I think they're going about this the wrong way. They should fix up their mix-up, which was they picked the wrong quarterback in the first place. Instead of spending money to go get a player that could be hurt or maybe hurt in Lamar, or instead of spending for Aaron Rodgers, who could retire in a year, and both of those could set your franchise back, go get the the, the guy from uh, the Bears. Go get him, Fields. He, he was the quarterback for uh, Wilson, Hef. wasn't he, in, in Ohio Hef, State? Put them Hef. back together. Hef, Hef he's, he's not available. A, he's got to be available first. <laughs> yeah, the Bears aren't trading him. They, but wait, they, they like the quarterbacks that are in this draft. No, they no, man, it's a, he, enough he, no, no, no. he said he had to be blown away. They have to make him available. How are you asking the Jets? I'm sure they maybe made the call. I'm oh, sure I'm they sure just, just, they like, just like they made did. just just like yeah. they made the call out to to LA to see if Matthew mm-hmm. Stafford was available. Mm-hmm. They've done yeah. their due diligence, uh, but if uh, this dude just won a Super Bowl uh, a year before, what are you talking about? How can you say uh, yeah, to somebody that just won a Super Bowl? How much time? How much time is he gonna have left? You know he, what I mean? That's what I'm talking about with Aaron Rodgers. How much time? Hef, the last two times we saw a Hall of Fame quarterback uh, go to a different team and give them two years, they won two won Super, Super Bowl. Bowls. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Yeah. Wouldn't you do everything to win a damn Super Bowl? I mean, Justin I, Fields, I, Justin, I Justin Fields still needs to be developed. His own general manager says, hey, you know, we know he can run. We got to make sure that he can improve in passing. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean that, hey, if you bring Justin Fields in, you're going to win a Super Bowl. Nope. Aaron Rodgers gives but you an opportunity. Wasn't known, he, wasn't, he wasn't known as a runner in college. Hef. He was known no, as no, a no, quarterback. Half, but no, still, no. He, he's running because he can't. he's trying to figure out how to read defenses. Patrick Mahomes just told you he just learned how to read defenses. So what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers gives you a chance to win right now. Now. now, this guy won an MVP less than 400 days ago. And you guys are acting <laughs> Wait, crazy like this dude ain't a first ballot Hall of Famer. He was. <laughs> it's not like he. It's it. not like he. It's not like he won his MVP 10 years ago. He won it 400 days ago, and last year he played with a broke hand, and he oh, still threw had a better season Bart. damn near than any Jets quarterback in recent history. Bart, that was his I, bad year. Can you answer a question for me? God. How many games has Aaron Rodgers missed in the last five seasons? 
two. No. How many games has he missed in the last five seasons? One. Yes. Do you know why he missed that one game? It was um, Solar Moon Day. It was a he solar got eclipse. The, he got the COVID. Ah. That's it. Remember when the whole the whole um, immunized, right? But then he, right, he got COVID. Yeah. But right, so, befo- right before that, he he had a little spell what he had. That's why they drafted, uh, oh boy, because he had two years where he was injured. But that was more than five years ago. I know. Five seasons, one missed game, and the missed game was because of COVID. And that's like, it. And, and so I, that's it. That's all you need to know. Like anybody yeah. that's like broke. I, I, so I read one. It was a broken down old quarterback. <laughs> Excuse me? A broken down what? Just because he don't eat avocado ice cream don't mean he's broken down at 39. Let me tell you let's something. Go to another, right. Let's go to another call. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. let's roll through them because I've got a feeling there's a lot of people waiting to call in. So let's there are. Let's flush there, these guys There off. are. All right. So let's go to Newark and talk to Paul about this. Go ahead, Paul. How you guys doing? Good. Good, good. Aaron Rodgers is coming to New York. And let me tell you why. Everybody's saying, when is he going to make a decision? When are we going to hear from Aaron Rodgers? I don't want to hear from Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if he was going to retire or go to the Packers, he would have made that announcement. I want to hear from the Jets. The next time I want to hear Aaron Rodgers speak is at the press conference when he's signing his contract to be a New York Jet. That's Paul what I'm talking about, Paul. That's what I'm talking about, Paul. That's what I'm talking about. He's negotiating. Yeah. He can't say anything. The next time I hear from Aaron Rodgers, it's at the press conference. Drop the mic right there, Paul. Drop the mic. And I want I want Joe I want Joe Namath there with his jersey and a mink. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is how we do it around here, dog. He puts the jersey, he puts the mink on him after they hand him the jersey. I want him like Mr. Bird. I want him I want him like Mr. Bird from James Brown. I want him to put the mink on him like he Mr. Bird. I'm telling you, that's it. That would be amazing. It would be like, white mink. He give him the white mink. He gives a mink, and I'm giving you some pantyhose. Let's go. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers on a billboard in New York City wearing no, Hanes, pa- no, wearing pantyhose. No, no, he gonna he gonna, he gonna give him some. He gonna give him a, he, he gonna he gonna give him the white mink and a box a, a box of magnums. <laughs> Welcome to New York, oh, baby. Man. I told the ladies to take care of you. Julian is in Los Angeles. Julian, you and I are in California trying to track down Aaron Rodgers, aren't we? Hey, thank you for um, taking the time. You got it. I, just, I was wondering, given his uh, his Aaron Rodgers' contract, what would be uh, your ideal but also uh, realistic sort of uh, a trade outline in terms of how, how much money the, the Packers are paying him mm-hmm. and the compensation the Jets are giving up? I want the Packers to take $14 million. Right, if it's if it's if it's fifty, if it's if it's fifty eight, I'll give him forty, like thirty. I'll give him forty, right? So I want you to take the rest of that. Yeah, eighteen. Right, so anywhere from fourteen, you know, fourteen to eighteen million dollars, and also I'm giving him a, I'm giving him a three that can be moved to a two on a contingency that he plays two years and not one. I'm gonna give him a three that becomes a one if I win the damn Super Bowl. Well, you know listen, what I mean, listen, Julian. Listen, thank listen, you. Listen, listen, let's not let's not volunteer that. Let's ask. What, what are you talking about? If I win a Super Bowl, what, what no, the hell you, cares about no, the first round pick? What, what I'm Who cares? Is, what I'm saying is, let's not volunteer that, Allen. Let's you know, let's start with the let's start with the, the second, right? Let's start with the second and see if they bite the cheese on that one. <laughs> let's not start volunteer. I'll give you five ones if we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, it, hey, 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 calm down, calm, calm your ass that's down it. a little bit. No, 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 no. I'm telling you right now, my my store is open, and then it's like. 
whatever you want. Like seriously, like like remember coming to America? What kind of music do you like? Whatever you like. I know what I like. Bark like a dog. Roof. Roof. <laughs> arf, arf. A big dog. Roof. Roof. Hop on one leg. Like whatever it is, I'll do it to get this done. And it seems like they would too. It seems like the Jets are at that point. They're negotiating with the Packers. I imagine that's the part maybe that needs to get done now. Right. I want to believe that it's not Aaron Rodgers is unsure what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah. I have to believe that after they met Aaron Rodgers, they left feeling like Aaron wants to come. Now we've got to get the Packers to agree to whatever we want to get done here. And right right now, if they're optimistic, I guarantee you right now the brass are sitting there figuring out what their draft board is and figuring rearranging everything and acting like Aaron Rodgers is their starting quarterback. How do we attack free agency? How do we attract, attack the draft? You need to be prepared. I think it started already with Chuck Clark because we were talking about it. Me and Dan was talking about, you know, with the 13th pick, them going out and potentially going out and getting a um, – a safety, why, but why not we, a, no, yeah. no. We, we're saying a safety from yep, Alabama yep. with thirteen, but now mm-hmm. they got, went out and got Chuck Clark, so that means you don't have to worry about that. So now you got two positions that you got an opening. You got some salary cap relief from uh, Braxton Berrios, I believe that probably Carl Lawson should Six be mil. next, and mm-hmm. probably Corey Davis could be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, after that. And C.J. Mosley does that. So now you're in preparation to be able to go sign Alan Lazard so he can have his guy that he feels comfortable with that can teach the rest of the, uh, the, the receivers the, the, the system. And right. Alan Lazard is coming here not to be your first receiver, not to be your second receiver, to be your third receiver, and the guy that's out there bench pressing cornerbacks like Shannon Sharp on a Tuesday. That's what I want Lazard here for <laughs> because he's going to be a guy that's going to set the tone and knows the system and can teach it. You always need multiple layers of guys that can teach a system when it's something new. It's happening. It's happening. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 
Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Why Shannon Sharp say F you on, by mistake on, uh, on air today? Oh, you think it was by Shane. mistake, though? You think it, it was, was by mistake? It was, because he, he called it something like, why the, but I think he forgot it wasn't, it wasn't radio. They can't dump it. You know what I mean? When I had my little hiccup, y'all can dump yeah. it. The world would never know. He was live it's, on TV. It's so it's so amazing. Like that's why I marvel at some people who can get into like a really good rant, yeah, and control themselves. Mm-hmm. Because when I get when I get that mad, or you want to go on a rant, it's impossible for me to like. I have to hesitate because I know yeah. f bombs are coming because they just fill the blanks. He said. He said. He said. I can't number, do it. It's so hard number, to do. He said number one on George Carlin's list of seven words you can't say. <laughs> he said number one. The, the number one one you can't get away with. You can get yeah, away with you ass. Can't you can get, get away, away with, with damn. He said uh-huh. f bomb. Did you? So you saw? I on the on the flight out. I watched the uh, the Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Netflix yeah, yeah, special. Yeah, yeah. He really didn't get good so, until the end. Yeah, yeah. I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like he seemed like off. He was kind of walking around. Yeah, he kept hesitating. Like you could tell, his script wasn't really. Yeah, in it's his, not in his, his head. head. It's not ingrained in his head. And the thing that no. he said about his daughter, he had used that part of his act before. I yeah. heard about Lola before and right. her and all that type of stuff. Right. But yeah, he, he got hot at the end. He I finally think he got wanted to save it to the real. end, but he should have did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was it was pretty good. But I just the fact that he liked to brag about how much he got paid about it. All right. Do you? Did he say eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six is the number? The Aaron Rodgers excitement, anticipation. So we're getting the pictures at Barton Hunt on Twitter. Fans are showing us that the next time we hear from Aaron Rodgers, this is what it should look like, and it's the Jets background, the Jets backdrop at the press conference, and him wearing like a Jets hoodie. And that's that's the next time you want to hear from him. Hopefully, anyway. All right, let's hear from him, Iron Staten Island. You have been against this all along, but it feels like it might be happening. Yeah, and it's good. Like, listen, it's going to be fun, and I, I'm, I'm still against it, but it's my team. I'm going to root for them, and I, I hope I'm going to eat crow, and I hope I'm going to be wrong. But And bought, no disrespect, uh, and you know the name is presentation with the number 12 jersey. That's a gimme. But oh, yeah. I think since Rick and Allen have been so on it, I think ESPN, since they're the home ship station of the Jets, they should have Allen and Rick present the number 12 jersey. But like well, with that said, the, the Rogers thing is, to me, it's a done deal. Now, you know what? I'm starting to worry about my backup quarterback because Mike White's going to Miami, and I can't turn the, re- the realms over to Zach if anything would have happened to Rodgers for a game or two. You're going to keep so, Flacco. So, I don't know, Andy. You're going to keep Flacco. No, 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 no. I had enough of Flacco. <laughs> go, go, get me, go, go get me Andy Dalton as a backup to, to Oh, Rogers. my God. What's the difference? What's the no, difference? No, no, no. At least, no, no, no. You know what? At the end of the day, it, it, it's a good day. You know, you case can't Keenum. get crazy until it's official. But um, Go get Marcus we'll Mariota. See, we'll see what Marcus Ira, Mariotta? let me ask you. Look, I, I need to ask Ira this, though, because Ira has been is such a diehard fan, and you have been a fan for such a long time. And I know that, that you, you, know, you are closely related to the team. You, you go to a lot of events. You're there. I just want to ask this part. Let, let's remove your, your – you know, your hesitation and concern about Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff. Let's remove all that and just give me this. The fact that your owner of your team is all in on something as important as this, where even money doesn't matter, right? Spare no expense. We're doing this. Does that at least give you an, like, how do you feel about that? Just seeing the intensity and the determination that your franchise that you've loved for so many years is showing 
in landing what is who is going to be a Hall of Fame, obviously, quarterback and someone who is still playing at a very high level in his career. Like, Just give me that much of what that means to you as a fan. No, that means a lot, and, and, and that Woody's going out on a limb to do this and get you know what what he wants. My my only thing is, I just hope that the personnel department and Joe Douglas feel the same way that Woody feels. That's my only concern. Oh, what you're saying is you think that this is a Woody thing and not the team thing that they're doing what they're but being so, told to do. But sometimes, sometimes, I sometimes the boss needs to step in and be the boss. Yeah, I'll tell you That's what, right. I'm okay I, with I that. It. I mean, I'm okay with that, Ira. I mean, thanks for the call. I, I, like I said, I'm going to go back to this again. We're in the biggest market, the biggest market. I've always said and no you should money. have the best of everything. Salary caps can control how much you can spend on players and all that stuff. They do that so that we can't dominate everyone else around the league because of all the money that you make in a city like this in a market like this. So they have a salary cap to make sure that there's a level playing field. I get it. But everything else, oh, hell no. You should spare no expense. And Steve Cohen does that with the Mets. When he took over, the Mets went from shoestring budget to caviar. Yeah. And, and he didn't care what it was going to cost. And he didn't care what other owners thought. He wanted to win. And it mattered to him. And as a Mets fan, you've got to love that. And as much as people criticized George Steinbrenner back in the day, the one thing you could never say is George Steinbrenner wasn't willing to spend whatever it took to win. It might have been misguided at times, but he didn't care. I want to win. Spare no expense. That's what you want out of your owners. And to me, that's what you're getting right now to Woody Johnson. This is the best player available. I'm going to get him. A pretty good. I love good that. Too. Pretty damn good one too. It's not like oh, he's yeah. like like trying to like come back off an of injury and like he you know taking a chance on him. This is a guy that plays at a high level all the time. This is a guy that elevates the smarts. Just think about how many easy first downs the Jets going to get, simply because he's going to change the tempo and speed and catch dudes Thank running you. off the field slowly. Never going to be, dude, never going to be right. jogging off. Right, you're never going to be the dumbest team on the field. Right, you're going to be like, man, never. hold on, we got a first down because they got 12 on the field. Like people <laughs> going to be sprinting off afterwards, all that little simple stuff, like yep. the hard counts, getting easy for how many first downs they going to get because somebody going to fall for the hard count. <laughs> Exactly. Like, we haven't seen that here no, <laughs> with the Jets. Haven't had, we've never had that guy. Tom Brady's done it to us a million times. Dan Marino did it to us. Fake Spike. Like, we've always had someone do it to us. Like, oh, that was Now smart. we're going to do it to them. Like, There's oh, something that, great about that. Oh, that was All right, let's smart. go. More calls. 800-919-3776. Rob is in New Jersey. Rob, give it to me. Fellas, good afternoon. Fellas. Good afternoon. Just want to paint the picture here for a minute. Ooh, I like Home it. Home opener. Mm. Home opener. Crowd flipping out, okay? Crowd flipping out. Third season generation, uh, excuse me, third generation season ticket holder. All right, haven't had this much excitement. And I can't since the 2009, 2010 season, right, Bob? Think about it. No doubt. Check it out. Home opener. Crowd is flipping out. I was in the parking lot last year when we had packed parking lots. Imagine what it would be if this guy comes here. How to okay? stick it in town? Now, now. Here they come. They're announcing the team. Smoke goes off, and here comes Aaron Rodgers out of that ah. tunnel. Do not tell me any team on that opposite side of the field, which, by the way, I sit on the 50 behind the Jets bench. I don't have any voice from Sunday through Thursday. Anyway, <laughs> but could you not tell me that any team yes. on that side of the ball, on that oh. side of the field, is going to strike a fear in them? Oh, if yes. Shook ones. Head, 
like you just said, like you just said, you know how many first downs? Think about it. You know how many first? This has to happen. It has to happen. I don't even want to talk no more. I haven't even wanted to shoot out on Twitter with people who just talk stupid. I can't even want I don't even want to tell you what I see on Twitter that some people write. They should be ashamed of themselves. Anyway, fellas, listen, this happens. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be exciting. The hey, Jets but, can I have good things. I want to let you know something. But I want to let you know something. Yeah. You know who I am. You know who I am. Season ticket holder, Big Rob. You jumped in the stands with us. The fans from originally I was from Staten Island. Yeah. Okay. I was the guy grabbing you around your chest, homie. I hope you are well. I hope you guys do well. Let's get this guy. Let's go. I love See, it, Rob. Great call. About. And that's what that's what Woody's doing. He's he. Listen, this would eject. Listen, and Joe Douglas still. Gonna have ammunition to go kill the draft. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. The fact, it, listen, free agency is coming. Now, people around here may not know who Chuck Clark is and what he did for the Ravens and what a baller he was. Listen, the reason why they got rid of Chuck Clark is because they brought in Marcus Williams. They drafted Kyle Hamilton, not because they wanted to replace Chuck Clark, simply because he was the best player on the board, and that's what the Ravens do. The best player available, he was a guy that they got at a value pick. Kyle Hamilton thought he was mm-hmm. going to be a top-five pick. He mm-hmm. dropped to them, and they pulled the trigger. That's what they do. And then that says, okay, we can have a cheaper player. They're $9 million over the cap trying to figure out how to give Lamar Jackson money. That's why that move was made. Not because Chuck Clark ain't a certified baller. I love the energy we are getting. Right now, and we're going to continue that Can you imagine that, that, though? Oh, yeah. You no, know, no. We took a break yet? No, no. We're going again. 800-919-3776. We got so many people that want to sound off about this, and I love it. All right, coming at 1 o'clock hour, you're going to hear from Brian Cashman, also Carlos Rodon, on this injury. He's now on the injured list. That's another pitcher, another starting pitcher on the injured list to start the season. That is, obviously, if you're a fan, major concern. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation, a lot of anxiety, Bart, from your Jets faithful. Because you just, like you, I swear, we're going to get back to the calls here momentarily, but I, I can relate to a lot of fans who are hesitant about Aaron Rodgers only because you're afraid, and I'm. this is how I feel, you are afraid, because I am too, that you're going to be all in, chips in the middle of the table, you're, you're taking a chance, a risk, by doing something dramatic that will fail. And then what's going to happen? But what's your not- favorite line from the movie, um, what was the movie? Troy. The, Troy. No, 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 no. They're all going to laugh at you. Ah, Carrie. Carrie. They're all going to laugh at you. And that's what you're afraid of as a fan. And deep down in your soul, you know that's how you feel. Those who don't want Aaron Rodgers, don't want him because you're afraid that you're going to be all in. All in means you are literally buck naked in the middle of a field and everybody's looking at you. You're taking a chance. And you're afraid they're going to laugh at you. That it's going to fail. How the hell are they going to laugh at you? Don't be afraid. How the hell are they going to laugh at you because you got MVP? Oh, well, because because something Jets always a, happens, Bart. Something Jets always happens. Last time they had a former Green Bay Packer uh, quarterback, they had the number one offense in the league. And then what happened? 
He hurt himself, and that was the end of the season. But you're right. They were a Super Bowl contender at one point in that season. And then he got hurt, and that's what you're afraid of. All right, let's see. Let's go to um, let's go to Noel in New Jersey. Noel, hey guys, How can you, you hear me? Yep, we got you. Ah, uh, perfect. First of all, um, hey, I, I'm originally from the Nassau Long Island area, and I played football at the college D1 level. And I remember becoming a Jets fan when you know the Jets used to practice at Hofstra, if you remember, uh, yep. uh, Alan. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've made an all-star game, and I got to meet Vinny Testaverde. I'm 43 now, so, you know, I've been a Jets fan for my whole life. I say that to say I've been a Jets fan my whole life, right? And I listen to people talk about we don't want Aaron Rodgers. And I'm just, like, beside myself. And there's a couple of facts that I wrote down that I want people to think about, if I could. Uh, first of all, this guy isn't coming here at 39 years old. He's a very prideful guy to waste his career or go out on a sour note. If he comes here, he's coming to get a championship, okay, and to be better than Brett Favre in his situation and departure from the NFL. All right, the talent we have around him, our tight ends, our receiving core, you know, um, we need to shore up the O-line. But think about Brees Hall catching screens out of the backfield like dimes and him just breaking ankles and, and getting touchdowns. God, you know, God willing, he comes back fully from his ACL injury. All right, and the most important thing – the quarterback doesn't get hit anymore. Football from 15 years ago when Bart played, not it wasn't 15 years, Bart, but I when you, you played <laughs> to now is, is totally different. They don't get hit. So with that being said, you know, and here's the other caveat. If he can work with Zach Wilson, we get a win-win situation. And I think they That's have the similar the arm talent. He could help him. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to do, waste that that pick. So what are you looking at like, hmm, this is a win-win situation for the Jets as well because if he can't help them, then nobody can. So that's all I wanted to say. Uh, I'm Thank excited you, no. myself. Uh, as soon as that happens, I'm a season ticket holder. Bottom line, I'm not waiting around and we go from there. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Noel. I mean, it's really, again, where it's at, right? Like, if you're never going to be all in, when are you ever going to do it? Right. This is the time. What you saw last year is why you do this too, by the way. What you saw out of the defense, what you saw out of some of your offensive weapons is why you do this. Because if they were trash last year, you don't do this. And he doesn't want to come here. It's because of everything that you've built up to this point is why you do this. And that last part, by the way, Bart, I don't want that to get lost. I understand that Aaron Rodgers wasn't there to, to help groom Jordan Love. But the reason why he didn't really want to groom Jordan Love was because he knew... That's my replacement. Replace right. This is different with Zach Wilson. They have a built-in relationship already. Now, I'm not saying he's going to put him under his wing and teach him the ropes. And all. I'm not going to say he's going to do that. But what I do know is the icing on the cake, just the extra, the cherry on top, is if this experience, whether it lasts two years or not, will it has to make Zach Wilson better. It buys you time to help him get better. Straight coaching. And it could have an impact going forward. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Aaron Rodgers, if he has questions about what side adjustment to make out of this particular play, uh, what do we do? Like, it's harder to help somebody when y'all running a different system. But when you're running the exact same system, mm-hmm. it's easy for him to say, "Okay, like, hey, Aaron, like, why did you throw this, or why did you go to this check, or why did you decide to you know, Omaha to run and go to this side 
based off this front. And then he can tell, he can learn that. He can learn just by listening to him and Nathaniel Hackett have conversations about certain plays when you have to review the film after a game. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.